Hey everybody, Chris Chipman, aka The Chipper from The Chipper made this podcast here with another Salem Horror Fest 2020 review. If you haven't been watching along, Salem Horror Fest is in full swing. Um, I've done a bunch of reviews and we'll be interviewing a bunch of directors and actors, etc. Um, from these films. Um, it's been an absolute joy so far and this film also does not disappoint. Um, so go to SalemHorrorFest.com, look for them on Twitter, Facebook, everything else, um, and get in on the awesome, <clears throat> if you get an all-access pass, or I believe even the weekend passes um, will give you access to the premieres from those weekends and all of the content, I think, for the rest of the year. Um, so you have plenty of time to watch this stuff even after the Horror Fest stops airing. Um, this film... And again, I'll be interviewing the film's director um, after re recording this review. I think that's going to help add to it because I, you know, my impression of it will not be swayed by any conversations that we have because this film, like a lot of other films in this, are very um, nuanced and stylized and have lots of layers and lots of things to say. And like most of the best um, in horror, um, leave a lot to the mind and the interpretation of the viewer. So I'd like to get you know my thoughts and how I interpret it before um, discussing it with the director. So this film is called Lenny. Um, short for Elena, I believe we find out, or yeah, Elena, we find out later in the movie during a conversation with a therapist. Um, but Lenny is the name of the film. It's directed by Federico Giannotti. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Um, cannot wait to have a conversation. Now, on Twitter, he goes by Fede, so Fede Giannotti, um, or I'm assuming, I believe he's from Buenos Aires, so I'm assuming that that's Spanish in name. I saw Giannotti, thought it might have been Italian. Um, I'll speak to him and go on that more, but the characters in the film are speaking Spanish. It's a subtitled film. Do not let that turn you off from it. Um, some of the best films are not in English, and uh, you guys really got to get out there and um, uh, open your minds uh, to different things and open your viewership to different things. Um, before getting into the plot, this film is filmed beautifully. Like all of the films in the Horror Fest so far, I could easily see seeing this film in a theater. Um, and I don't mean that, you know, a film has to be in a theater to be expressed or accepted as a good film. It's just the, the level of production quality, particularly in the cinematography in this film, um, the exposure, the filtering used, the way lighting is used, the way the mix between what could be real and what could be fake blends so perfectly, the choice of um, scenes, set pieces, where they film, um, camera angles, the dilapidated you know, apartment that, um, Lenny is living in to, you know, kind of show that it is damaged just like her. Um, it, it's just such a wonderfully layered, beautifully shot film. And the central performances are all fantastic. The girl playing Lenny, um, just seems so genuinely real and genuinely broken, but also strong. She does all of the things she does for herself in this movie by herself. She overcomes her fears and the things that are bothering her, goes to the hardware store, changes out her locks herself, does not need a man or any of her family to come and save her. She does go to people for help, but none of them ever seem to be able to get her um, out of the thing that she's in. Now, as most of my reviews go, um, this is going to contain spoilers. I like talking about the film in its entirety, particularly where it goes. This film has a 
revelation in the third act about what may or may not have been going on with the main character that's particularly important to go into cold. So um, I'll say spoiler again before I get there, but I'll say spoiler now. Um, if you want a quick summary, Lenny is a film about a girl who has suffered abuse for her entire life. We find out more about what that is as it's gone along, but the first and foremost one that we're shown is that she's recently kicked her boyfriend out of her apartment or her house. Um, it was obviously a very traumatic experience. They show flashes to something going on with her um, that may or may not have been the boyfriend abusing her, may or may not have been a traumatic experience, but the movie keeps it very... Um, in the dark, which is part of how the, the, the film plays out. But all you need to know is this girl went through some trauma that wasn't as simple as, you know, just a verbal um, fight. Um, she is damaged. Um, her, you know, she's flirting with a guy that I would imagine she met online because they, they voice text back and forth. And, um, you know, it, it's actually really cute. The, the relationship between them, they keep very nice, even with a meeting at the bar at one point in the movie. They keep it, you know... I won't call it a trope um, because that's not really what it is. It's just, it's a girl that is damaged and looking for acceptance. And this guy seems to genuinely accept her. Um, it plays out <laughs> differently as you go. And uh, again, spoilers if you don't want to know further, but um, it goes through her kind of trying to unravel what happened. She learns more about her past, what went down with her father, and it culminates into a uh, revelation that is, um, it, it's very, very, very intense very, very cathartic and emotional, um, and also kind of changes the perspective of what we've been led to believe you know, for the whole movie, which, which I find fantastic. But I won't say what direction that goes. So if you're looking for something to watch at Salem Horror Fest, Lenny comes with the highest recommendation from me. Be aware that the subject matter is very intense. If you are an abuse survivor, if you are um, uh, someone who... Um, does not deal well with emotional trauma. Um, you know, there's there's a lot to be gained. This movie is very therapeutic, I think, if you've been through those things. Um, but again, it could trigger some things. Um, it could trigger some things if you've been um, in violent situations or if you're just, you know, um, someone living alone um, in fear of being taken advantage of. So, you know, be aware before going into this film. It's not the happiest subject matter in the world. Um, they managed to keep most of the anything intense that could happen on screen off screen um it's implied more than anything else there's a you know there's a scene where a person tries to make a, a sexual advance on Lenny that um get, gets a little intense but there's you know it she quickly staves it off um is is what i'm getting at so uh you know please check this movie out Lenny is one of the jewels of everything I've seen so far has been great and this ranks up at the top um, of those movies um, like I said the directing the acting the writing the cinematography it is all phenomenal um, whoever did the closed captioning work whether it's part of um, this film and um, came with the package or if it's Salem Horror Fest doing it through the app um, it is top notch it is easy to read it stays on screen long enough um, they subtitle what's being done on cell phones um, which happens a lot in this film. Um, it's just it's just a super, super great film, and um, I highly recommend checking it out. I can't say enough good things about this. So with that, let me get into, uh, spoiler alert again, what happens as Lenny goes through. So she keeps having these visions of 
this thing, you know, she's in her, her truck one night and the truck is getting like covered in dirt, like it's being buried. Um, she keeps seeing people with muddy boots that may or may not be following her. Um, she sees muddy footprints in her apartment like someone had broken in. She believes it's her ex-boyfriend. She finds out from her sister that a crate she finds in the basement because her mother and father have now both passed away, that her sister, who's a little bit older, left because she couldn't handle what was happening at home. Apparently, Lenny has no real memory of it, um, but apparently her father used to lock her in a crate and she used to claw her way out or claw until she hurt herself um, amongst many other traumas and horrible things that happened to her at the hands of her dad and her sister um, that happened to her sister that are left um, that are left uh, up to the imagination of the viewer, but you can imagine um, what they could be and they're all terrible. Um, the sister talks to her about that like a place, can have negative energy that negative energy can take over you um so you need to get out of it she said i've fought too hard to keep this place so i cannot give it up i'm not going to lose it for anybody she keeps saying him i wonder if she's referring to her father or her ex-boyfriend martine um or even her mother because her mother just seemed to allow all of this stuff to happen i don't necessarily think her mother was an abuser um, but, uh, her mother was definitely, um, any BUC, she was a victim for sure and probably was powerless to do anything about it. Um, so it's, it, it gets very, very interesting. She keeps passing out. She drinks a lot. She takes pills, finds the pill bottle completely empty, passes out, wakes up great shots of her, like passing out in the kitchen and then waking up and it's light out. Um, great quick cuts of like people leaving a scene then cutting to another scene um, to keep you unsure of what's real and what's fake. She sees demonic or beat up pictures of herself in um, a mirror. She reveals to her sister, reveals to, um, yeah, I think she reveals to her sister that her boyfriend and her once the mother left, they got bored with each other and started breaking things and then started hurting each other and getting into crazy fights and then making up after said fights. And for a while, she said it was fun, like she really enjoyed it. This is where you start hearing things with Lenny that, again, I, I still take an empowerment allegory out of this. I know some people could watch it a different way and think where the movie ends up that it's like, okay, an abuse victim can just become evil. I don't take that from it. I take that it's it's her empowerment. She's become like a, uh, she's become, um, and again, spoiler alert, she's become a um, a force to destroy toxicity, to, to, to prey on people that are evil. She finds a lot of photos of herself all beaten up. I would imagine these are trophies from the struggle. Um, but so we, we start realizing... Um, you know, as she goes back and sees this guy that she's been flirting with, she finally goes to his house um, after being at a party where we see her making out with a random guy and kind of being a little into it. So there's there's a there's a predator prey thing that we start seeing with you know Lenny. She said, you know, I don't dress the way that Martine liked anymore. I dress in you know these very um, uh, you know not effeminate clothing nothing to accentuate myself and then when she goes out this night she's dressed in that way again I think this is very intentional for her and the character that we end up I know that some people might see it and take the okay we're we're victim shaming someone might say and I don't see that at all because the 
guy who takes her back to his house ends up being a predator. She says no and says she doesn't want to, and he ends up attacking her. She pulls out a baton to protect her, hits him, and then he says, I'm going to kill you, and he starts chasing her down. So this is still very much a woman has been wronged by everyone in her life and now is powerful to get back at them. I like that we start seeing the vision of she's been seeing like a corpse or like a, a, a zombie-ish type thing the whole movie. May have been burnt, may have been buried by her. Again, we get, spoiler, it might have been her dad, might have been the ex-boyfriend. But she drives the truck out to what you think is going to be her going to see her sister because she can't get a hold of her. But it's a very intentional address that's already in her phone. She lures the guy there and kills him. Um, puts him in a, in a hole. What we see before that is a ton of boxes, all with Martine written on them. So she's brought the ex-boyfriend stuff out here to dump it and killed and dumped him. We see his body. Probably killed and dumped many other guys is the revelation. This is what's been going on in like her catatonic drunken things. There's another cool thing earlier where a neighbor says... I, she says, I wasn't here last night. And the neighbor says, well, what about all the screams? I wanted to tell you about all the screams that come from here every night. Which, you know, I thought, you know, might have been the ex-boyfriend in there on a crazy rage. But was probably her luring and offing somebody. Um, or just luring and offing. Or just, you know, hurting herself. Which is intense. So again, lots of gray areas here, I think, where what a viewer can take away. But the ending shot of the movie is her over this hole that she's dug where she just dumped this guy, um, screaming um, both a scream of rage, fear, catharsis, um, happiness. You, you could take all of these emotions away um, from it. And it just... It boggles the mind, and I can't, again, I can't wait to talk to Fetty about this film. Um, I can't wait to talk, if, if he was the writer, I can't wait to talk to see how this came together. Um, this movie is stunning. It's it's brisk, an hour and 15 minutes long. It's an easy watch, and it is riveting the entire time. Um, so thank you, Fede, for uh, making this film. Thank you, Salem Horror Fest, for showing this film. And um, I really, really, really hope that you guys get out there, sign on to the fest. And if you can handle the subject matter, please check out Lenny. Um, this has been Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa from The Chippa Made This. You can find me at patreon.com slash the Chippa if you want to support my shows and other endeavors like this. Until then, have a good one. Bye.